before we start today's episode of the I'm Fine podcast, we want to make sure to thank our partners at Trio. Don't wait. Be ready and connect with Trio. FAFSA applications are open this December. The sooner you apply, the higher chances you have of receiving the full grant. The TRIO staff at Governor State University are the perfect people to help. TRIO can help with the financial aid process and scholarship searches. TRIO can provide fee waivers for admissions applications and assist with the admission application processes and online tutoring. TRIO can help with GED referrals and provide payments for the GED test. TRIO provides various avenues for career explorations as well as resume and interview preparation. TRIO can also help you understand and complete your FAFSA application. So if you are ready to take the next step on your educational journey, contact TRIO at 708-235-3352 for more information or visit their website at www.govst.edu forward slash T-R-I-O-E-O-C. On today's episode of the I Am Fine podcast, we are going to talk about being freaked out, insecure, neurotic, and emotional about being stressed the fuck out. We're going to talk about what being stressed is, what the symptoms are, different types of stress, how we've dealt with it, and how you can deal with it better. Welcome to the I'm Fine podcast with your freaked out, insecure, neurotic, and emotional hosts, Eric Peterson and Brad Stozik. Ironically, like preparing for this episode was the most stressful I've ever felt <laughs> preparing for any episode. I don't know if that was just me. No, no. You felt good? Yeah. I felt pretty good. I mean, it's just like we were talking about earlier. I have just been working a lot lately and you and I were talking about initially we were going to have uh, our friend and Marine Craig Zellhart on. We were, uh, he has an amazing farm called Wild Hearts Farm. We're still going to have him on. Uh, we just weren't able to get our schedules to, to mesh up. And so you and I were talking about what we should do. And like, I'm running a million miles a minute right now and you're dealing with all your shit from school. And I was like, dude, did we do an episode about stress? We had to have done an episode about stress. And you're like, I don't think so. And I was like, are you sure? And you were like, I'm blind. So I mean, you check. <laughs> I looked and I didn't see it, but I was like, all right. And I looked through and I'm like, fuck, we didn't talk about stress. We have not talked about stress, which is surprising. I mean, we've talked about a lot of the symptoms, like we've talked about it in other episodes because it plays such a integral role. Oh yeah. And like so many other things. I don't know how stressed out you are right now. Cause I know school's ending. You seem pretty stressed about the reboot of new of mean girls. Yeah. You said, I am stressed about right, that. Bro. Okay. Okay. Hey, I didn't <laughs> make the reboot. So what? don't be mad at me. I just, I don't know why, like, why are you so like mad about it? I just, I didn't realize I was that old to where they can like remake movies from my and then I, like, I brought it up in one of my classes. I was like, oh, it came out in 2004. And then the girl in the back was like, oh, I was just two years old. <gasps> no. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. you're in college. Yeah. Uh, and it's 2023. I don't know why that. I have such a hard time understanding that sometimes when Dude. somebody says that they're born over after 2000 and then in, in my mind, I'm like, okay, so you must be as a small toddler then, right? Like you're not an actual adult. Like that's fucking crazy. It, it hurts my brain going okay. to school. <laughs> F- 
fucking mean girls. I'm sorry, man. It's don't okay. Worry. I don't know if it'll be as good as the original. I think it, it, it absolutely it really will is. not be. I mean, I heard that they're also rebooting uh, Karate Kid with Jackie Chan and uh, who was Daniel son? What the fuck was his name? Why can't I remember his name? You know what I'm talking about? No. The dude who plays Daniel son in um, uh, Karate Kid. Dude, that's going to bug Ralph Macchio. I think it was Ralph Macchio. Yeah. They were like re- rebooting that too, which is kind of like whatever, I guess. Like I love Jackie Chan. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> so being stressed, being stressed. Uh, so we know a lot about it. Uh, we deal with it a lot and we deal with people that deal with it a lot. So I thought this would be a pretty good episode, especially around the holiday yeah. season, because it's like, if you weren't stressed before, like the holidays, especially if you are part of a big family or if you have uh, kids of your own or whatever, like holidays take on a whole new, a whole new meaning of like stress and yes. planning and preparation. And I've talked, uh, when I had Ashley on my wife, um, a few episodes ago, we talked about, uh, arguing Like she talked a little bit about her background and like, and, and I know that she'll, she would speak to this too, but she is, she'll get stressed out. Like if, if we even have people over for things like, especially around the holidays, like family, like if you're doing a big family get together and it's at your house, yeah. like there's a whole fucking level of stress that comes with that. Oh yeah. And I understand why. I do understand why I just don't have that same approach to things. Cause I'm like, yo, you're coming to my house. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to make it look decent. Yeah. But oh, I'm not going to make this like white glove inspection clean. You Isn't know what that I'm funny? saying? The only, it's like the same people that come to these holidays are the same people that come over any other time throughout the year. And you don't clean your house like that any other yeah. time. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's kind of like bullshit. It's like, look at how I wish I lived every it, day. <laughs> but that's not how you live every day. Like, stop dicking around, Eric. We came over like in August. It's not this clean usually. That's why I put clothes everywhere. Like if you walk into my house, I just throw shit everywhere. I'm like, I want you to know how I live. Yeah, like, it's right? like Thanksgiving dinner and I just have shit. It's a mess <laughs> everywhere. Like you will see how I live. Uh, so I definitely, I definitely feel like I deal with stress a little bit during the holidays, especially also We've both lost a parent. Yeah. Holidays, new little, new bit of stress that we have to deal with because of that, right? Yep. So I wanted to start out by talking about what stress is. So according to myclevelandclinic.org, and I'm going to be using this uh, article quite a bit in this episode, uh, it says that stress is a normal human reaction that happens to everybody. Uh, in fact, the human body is designed to experience stress and it's designed to react to it. So when you have a changes or challenges, which are known as stressors, uh, your body produces physical and mental responses. That's what stress is. Uh, stress responses help your body adjust to new situations. Stress can be positive, keeping us alert, motivated, and ready to avoid danger. For example, if you have an important test coming up, a stress response might help your body work harder and stay awake longer. But stress becomes a problem when stressors continue without relief or periods of relaxation. Uh, the body's autonomic nervous system controls your heart rate, breathing, vision changes, and more. Its built-in stress response, or the fight-or-flight response, helps the body face stressful situations. Uh, when a person has long-term 
or chronic stress, continued activation of the stress response causes wear and tear on the body. So physical, emotional, and behavioral symptoms can develop uh, from there. So, yeah, I mean, and you think about it, like our ancestors, okay, like the cave, cavemen, cave women, like stress short term, that shit's going to keep you alive. You know what I mean? Like there's a fucking tiger out there that's trying to kill me. Like you think about like a combat situation or something like that, like stress helps you in those situations because I feel like it heightens everything. Like when I've been really stressed out in an acute way, uh, in some of those situations, I feel like almost like Bradley Cooper in limitless, but just Mm. not as smart where like you just like zone into (laughs) everything. You know what I mean? And, and I do find that to be a benefit, but it's like, that's not sustainable for a reason because of like how much energy has to go into feeling stressed. But now like dealing with the shit that we deal with every day, like it creates more chronic stress, right? Correct. And that's just, again, I think we're seeing the ramifications of that in people. You know what I mean? And it's manifesting in a lot of different ways. But uh, so what are some of these symptoms that you found, Brad? Yeah, there's quite a bit. Um, so this is according to the Center for Addiction and Mental Health in Canada's website. Um, <clears throat> so the signs of symptoms of stress uh, may be cognitive, emotional, physical or behavioral and then the severity ranges and can range from mild to severe so starting with the cognitive symptoms of stress uh difficulty concentrating or thinking memory problems negativity or lack of self-confidence constant worrying um and difficulty making decisions i really don't appreciate you fucking just talking about me so much i'm sorry i'm sorry continue yeah So the the emotional well I'm about to talk about myself so calm down Francis the, <laughs> calm down Francis the emotional symptoms include uh, moodiness uh, low morale irritability feeling hopeless or helpless uh, feeling apprehensive anxious or nervous feeling depressed feeling unhappy or guilty uh, feeling agitated or unable to relax dude like you're not you don't have low morale though you're a pretty positive dude for the most part. Uh, I uh, think. That's new. That's, that's a fairly. <laughs> like, uh, excuse me. That's excuse a, me. <laughs> that's a new thing. Okay? That's a new. No, for real. I'm that's, just that's trying that thing. on for now. I am. I'm just seeing yeah. how it works for me. See yeah, where yeah, it's going. Yeah. Seems yeah. to be working a lot better than the negativity a lot. So. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. No, that's good. And then the. <laughs> It's something Bradford would say. <laughs> like, are those the two sides of you? Like, is Bradford like the depressed side of you? And then like. Bradley is the positive. I guess so. We can, we can. Bradathan would probably be like the British version of you. Bradathan. Sorry. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Continue, Bradathan. Physical physical symptoms include headaches, uh, muscle tension, or other physical pain or discomfort, uh, stomach problems, nausea, diarrhea, or vomiting, loss of uh, loss of sex drive, rapid heart rate, um, high and high blood pressure and then fatigue. Dude, this is all the worst shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like this is all the worst shit. Yeah. Like headaches, uh you're going to shit yourself, you're not going to have sex. Uh, like all the <laughs> stress. Your blood pressure is going to spike and you're going to be tired. Blood yeah, and you're going to feel super depressed, you're going to hate yourself and hate everybody else. And like Jesus, like the the fact that <laughs> Just being stressed out can just cause all of these things because and it's because it's so hard to measure. Oh, yeah. And it's it's just something that people don't take seriously. Like, oh, I'm stressed out. Like, fucking, yeah, we're all stressed out. You don't think about it. But it has such an 
impact yeah. on like everything about you. I feel oh. like, you know what I mean? But wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> so you got behavioral symptoms as well, which include um, changes in eating or sleeping patterns, uh, social withdrawal, nervous habits such as nail biting, teeth, um, teeth grinding, or foot tapping, um, and in increased use of caffeine, cigarettes, alcohol, or other drugs, uh, neglect of family or work responsibilities, and a decline in performance or productivity. I feel like half of that you were just describing the fucking infantry. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Increased use of caffeine, cigarettes, alcohol, neglect of family or work responsibilities. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've never had, dude, have you ever seen somebody that was a nail biter? I am a nail biter. I've never seen you You've never, do that. I, I, from like time to time, just when you get super nervous. No, I just, cause I'm gross. Okay. That's like, fine too. People are gross in general. Oh yeah. We're all just super gross. But there, I was on an airplane once and the weirdest person I've ever said, I've been on an airplane a lot, like for, you know, when I was BI contract, I was flying all the time. The weirdest experience I ever had was I sat next to somebody who bit his nails the entire flight. And he was like, he had a window seat. I had an aisle seat. He was crouched up and think of like Gollum in like Lord of the Rings <laughs> when he's like in the fucking just cave. Yeah. Like he was like kind of hunched up and yeah. he was just biting his nails for like three hours. And he would like, his eyes would dart around a little bit and you're like, bro, what the fuck? And he was by himself. So it's not like he had a handle. I'm like, dude, what is happening? Like, are you just out here? Like, what are you doing? Are you potting something? <laughs> like, are you... <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I've never, I don't know if I have any nervous, I'm trying to think about this stuff and, and think about what I deal with when I'm super stressed out. Changes in eating and sleeping patterns, for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm a stress eater. It's super easy to do. I mean, you don't get a body like mine by not being a stress eater. <laughs> oh, man, I know. Well, it's like when I get super stressed out, you know, I don't know what it is, but I'll just like wander in the kitchen. I'm like, you know, what will make this feel better if I eat an entire chocolate cake like that'll make the stress go away. I mean, I haven't actually done that. Maybe I don't know. I don't want to talk about it, but <laughs> I like that's the thought process that goes through your head. You're just like trying to keep your mind busy yeah. to not think about the stress. So you just like start eating and doing other dumb shit. I've oh, yeah. done that. Um, I don't think I have any. I'm trying to think. Do you have any nervous habits? Nervous habits? Yeah. You said the nail biting. Um, but you said that's not because you're nervous. No, just I just, tick, um, whatever you'd call it. I think when I get like super nervous, I talk a lot. Like I can't stop talking. That's a good one. Like I get really just like, yeah, I've done that. Yeah. I've done that a couple times, like on the podcast, what, like, like the early, early days. Yeah. Just like getting early days. Look at us. Yeah. Well, we made it, dude. We've been doing it for like a year, year and, and a half. half. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a common one. I yeah. think that's a very common one. Um, I, I know that I've done that. And you see people do it all yep. the time in situations. Like you can tell somebody's nervous because they just, maybe they should have stopped talking a while ago and they've already illustrated their point, but they just keep going and going and going. Yep. I've fucking been there. Um, I'm looking through the rest of these headaches. I mean, yeah. Stomach problems is an interesting one because I feel like a lot of people I know have like GI issues and shit. Probably because of stress. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. And then obviously, I think the most common one, at least for me, is like just feeling depressed. Yeah. And having low morale. You know what I mean? Um, 
So I found uh, some uh, different types of stress. I'm just going to talk about two and then I'm uh, going to let you handle the rest. Um, but I just wanted to talk about short term stress or acute stress and then uh, chronic stress, a so long term stress It's important to like make a differentiation between the two. So uh, and this is according to psychcentral.com. So in acute stress or short-term stress, stress can help boost our energy, improve our memory, and motivate us to meet difficult challenges. Like I talked about earlier with like needing to study for a test so you can stay up all night. Uh, on the other hand, long-term chronic stress can build up over time, lasting from months to years. Acute stress occurs during a particular time or event and is isolated to that incident. You might experience acute stress when you have a near-miss car accident or you're preparing for an important presentation at work. Common symptoms of acute stress you might experience include heart palpitations, shortness of breath, feeling lightheaded, headaches, stomach pain, indigestion, sweating, chest pain, and uh, the body and nervous system are equipped to handle these shorter instances of stress. Now, acute stress disorder, or ASD, is similar to PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, in some ways, with many of its symptoms overlapping. But unlike PTSD symptoms that can last for more than a month, ASD symptoms last between 3 and 30 days. If your symptoms continue past that time, a diagnosis of PTSD may be made. According to the DSM-5, the Diagnostic and Statistic, uh, Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, the following criteria must be met for a diagnosis of acute stress disorder. So, if you uh, have had direct or indirect exposure to any traumatic event, including actual or threatened death, sexual violation, or serious injury, uh, presence of nine or more of the symptoms from any of the five categories, intrusion, negative mood, disassociation, avoidance, arousal, that either started or worsened after the traumatic event occurred, uh, significant distress that interferes with your day-to-day -day activities, including work, school, and social life, symptoms that occurred within three days to one month of the stressor and last at least three days, uh, and identifying a particular event at the cause of the symptoms, ruling out other causes such as physical conditions, alcohol, or medication. So that's all with acute stress. Uh, Long-term stress or chronic stress is ongoing. Similar to chronic pain or chronic illnesses, chronic stress could increase or decrease in severity, but it is relatively consistent in its presence. This could be due to any number of things from an unhealthy relationship where you're constantly arguing to a job that's burdensome and leaves you overworked daily. Common symptoms of chronic stress you might experience include isolation or emotional withdrawal, low energy, aches and pains, trouble sleeping, trouble staying focused, and change in appetite. According to a 2015 study uh, from Trusted Source, chronic stress can take a toll on the body and affect you physically and mentally over time. In response to being heightened, the body releases stress hormones. This is typically useful, but when, uh, but when, it's, when they're released with no immediate threat, especially consistently, this could lead to other chronic health issues such as diabetes, and high blood pressure, and that's according to the American Psychological Association. Uh, your mental health is also at potential risk with chronic stress, and it could lead to 
mental health conditions such as addiction, depression, and anxiety. So like we talked about earlier, like short-term versus long-term, like your body just doesn't have the energy to do that shit all the time because yeah. it just requires so much of you, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even if you, like acute stress can turn into acute stress syndrome or stress disorder, and I didn't even think about that, but then you have like, when you talk about the veteran community, you have post-traumatic stress disorder. You know what I mean? I didn't even think about that when I was thinking about stress. I'm like, oh yeah, that's the S in fucking PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> stress. You know I, what I, I mean? clicked too when you were reading that. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, hey, yeah. How about it? Uh, but there are some other types of stress and I think you found those out. What'd you find? <clears throat> yeah. So I found that there's physical stress, uh, which includes like your trauma, um, uh, intense physical labor, overexertion, um, environmental pollution, and things like that. Um, and then there's psychological stress, which includes emotional stress, cognitive stress. Um, it also includes... Yeah, so you're like your emotional cognitive side, self-criticism, uh, self self-loathing, um, un unworkable perfectionism, perfectionism, anxiety, panic attacks, um, not feeling like yourself, not feeling like things are real, um, <clears throat> and a sense of being out of control. And then you have. Uh, psychological stress, which may include relationship or marriage difficulties, um, lack of social support, lack of resources for adequate survival, uh, loss of employment, and then there's psycho-spiritual stress, which um, is a crisis of values, meaning, and purpose. So like it's basically joyless striving. So instead of productive, satisfying, meaningful and fulfilling work and a misalignment with one's core spiritual beliefs. Okay. So like psycho spiritual stress yeah. is like that sense of worth. Yeah. Centered around your core beliefs. Yeah, pretty much. That's why I think again, and I've said this before, but it's like, Dude, I'm not knocking religion, any religion, as long as it doesn't promote violence right. against anybody else or any hatred against anybody else. Great. But like I, while I couldn't gravitate to that, I, I gravitated towards stoicism and I do feel like everybody needs something. You need a foundation. I don't care. What, I don't care if it's uh, Hinduism, Catholic, or Catholic, uh, Jewish, whatever, whatever, Muslim, uh, Stoics, like you're just philosophical, you're spiritual. You have to have some sort of framework to build everything on. And I think psycho-spiritual stress kind of uh, explains that pretty well. I don't think, I don't think people, people probably don't realize how big of a role that, that plays to their to their mental health and stress, like just speaking from experience. Yeah. It, that's huge. Yeah. And I, and I'm like reading through all these things that you were saying, like psychological stress. Yeah. Those all, uh, made a lot of sense, especially like the things that you're, you're turning in on yourself, like guilt, shame, self-criticism, self-loathing, like, yeah, all that stuff. And it's just, 
the, the thing about psychological stress is like you just stack shit on top of shit. Like if you start getting stressed, you start guilting yourself, you start feeling worse. And that just continues that cycle, like that row of dominoes. And it just makes your stress exponentially worse. Like it's such a hole to like fall down. Yeah. And it's so easy for, at least for me to understand how people get sucked up in it. Um, and then like the physical stress was more, was more pretty common, like oh, yeah. common sense shit. I mean, which one of those really spoke to you? Like which one of those do you feel like you deal with the most? Would, would it be more physical? Um, I did struggle a lot with the psycho spiritual for a long time. Yeah. That like the stress of like, is there a God? What's out there? Like, what's the purpose? Why am I here? Type. Yeah. I did stress out about that for a long time. Like why you're, why am I here? Yeah. Like that's a big one. I yeah, think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yep. And then, um, yeah, I guess just the physical stress really. Yeah. I mean, I guess a little bit of psycho, psych, psychological stress when it comes to like when I eat too much or whatever. Yeah. You know, like just hating yourself, but nothing, nothing really crazy. I think most of my stress is internal. Few yeah. of it is ex external. And like I think about the stressors that I dealt with overseas. So even the physical ones, like I, we were mortared and I was in the turret and, uh, it was pretty close. Like it, it was closest to me. And I remember it was so close to me. Like it wasn't close enough where I, it knocked me out. Like I never lost consciousness or anything. So it wasn't like that, that close, Yeah. but it was close enough where the MRAP behind me saw the mortar land and the cloud go up and they thought that it hit us and that I was dead. Yeah. Cause that's what they told me afterwards. And then like some dust and dirt came down from the turret and my medic, uh, coincidentally, whose last name was YOLO, which is fucking amazing, <laughs> uh, grabs onto my feet and he's like pulling down on my feet because like there was dust and dirt, the explosion. Yeah. And he was like yelling up for me and everything got super high pitched. Like I heard that. Yeah. And then everything kind of came back and I didn't lose consciousness. It was just like my, my hear, like the, it got really bright and then uh, my hearing was all weird. Um, and like, you know, I didn't have many incidents like that. Thank God. But like that type of physical stress also causes like traumatic brain injuries and all this other shit, which is what I've had to deal with. You know what I mean? And then a few days later is when we hit the IED. So it was like kind of back to back shit. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of buddies, especially when you're talking about post-traumatic stress, like a very good friend of mine. And I don't want to say too many things that give him away, but he had been blown up over third. He, I think he said it was either over 30 times or he just had no idea how many times like Marine infantry was there, uh, for like all of the big things that the Marines did. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like over in, um, in Iraq. And so he like saw a lot of shit, did a lot of shit in to deal with all, to deal with so much trauma and have so much post-traumatic stress because of it, like that shit, it's impossible for it to not change you. Oh yeah. How does it not? Like it, 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 it affects you on a physical level, but you know, it's good. I just don't know 
what the expectation could possibly be for somebody that goes through something like that. So yeah, they're going to cope with fucking alcohol and drugs and all this other bullshit because they're just trying to make the thoughts go away. I was say, cause it numbs you and you forget about it for a while. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I mean, I, Luckily, and then the only other physical stress that I could think of was, you know, when I got, and I, I talked about this briefly before, but when I, I got hit by a work truck once and I think I told you this, right? Um, I don't, I don't know. So I was driving home from a case when I was working as a PI and I was up North, like outside of the city somewhere. Uh, and this gigantic work truck. Um, I was in the left lane. I was like 294. So I was in the left lane. There's like three, there's four lanes where I was. And this work truck passes me. And as the work truck was passing me, a semi was passing the work truck. And the semi passing the work truck, you know, two lanes over from me, swerved into the work truck. So the work truck swerves into me. It bounced me off the guardrail. And then I went around to the front of the vehicle like it did a pit maneuver on me. Oh, yeah. And it pushed me down the highway for a bit. So I'm looking to my right and I'm looking at the front of this gigantic work truck that's pressed up against my fucking car. I had to go through EMDR therapy after that. Yeah. Because I was so stressed out. Like the, the my post-traumatic stress from that, whenever I got into a car and I was driving down the highway and a car passed me, I, dude, I, the hairs on my neck would start to stand up. Yeah. Like I would start to get that elevated. Like everything would start to just... I would tense up, you know what I mean? Just yeah. cause I'm like, dude, I'm going to fucking get hit again. And I actually went through which, uh, Mel, uh, Melanie has come on here before and talked about EMDR. That's what I, that was the first time I did EMDR and it helped me deal with all that. So I wasn't stressed out anymore. Cause dude, every time I got in the fucking vehicle, it was a problem almost. Dang. That's how bad it got. So, Dang. I mean, I don't want to be like, your stories are cool of stress. Mine are just like, when I think back of like, when I was stressed out in those tours, like, can we get this meal out on time? Like, is it cooked? <laughs> are the potatoes cooked right? Like- <laughs> hey, man, it's like, that's the same shit. It's okay. Well, no, I told you too, like, you know, I thought I had cool stories when I first got back and then I talked to fucking like World War II veterans who were on submarines that went into the fucking Atlantic or like 900 went in and 300 came out and yeah. then the sharks came and you're like, holy fuck, dude. Like, yeah. What? Like I've talked to one dude at the Mantino veterans home. This was a long time ago and he's a World War II veteran. I believe he'd since passed, but he told me that that story i don't remember how many went in and how many went out but it, like so many went in the, the the ocean so many came came out there were sharks like he was and he might have been lying but i don't think he fucking i don't know I, I i believe him you know what i mean yeah. it was just it was pretty cool so i mean you have that combat stress but honestly and i've talked about this before too as long as it doesn't cause any significant impairment or damage or death like the combat stress in a firefight for me it was better than like more chronic long-term bullshit stress because it's like you're getting shot at that's fucking terrifying yeah but it doesn't last super long and then it's done and it's done, done. And yeah. as long as you didn't lose anybody, nobody got hurt, nothing like that. As long as those things didn't happen, like 
your adrenaline is so high. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're just like, oh shit. Like you want to go run a mile or something like that. Like you're just fucking amped up and it's not like a terrible feeling. And it feels like it's an emotional, like, or it's a natural response. Yeah. Like your body reacts this way so you can continue the fight, continue doing whatever you're doing. But to be stressed for fucking eight hours a day for 40 hours a week because you hate the shit out of your job. Like that's not helping you. No. That's not an evolutionary thing. You know what I mean? Or because you hate school or whatever it is like that's that's no bueno, my friend. No, um, I think that some other kind of stress that I didn't see. Um, I mean, I guess it'd be psychosocial is like the stress of being a parent. The stress of being a partner, the that stress is of being a friend. That's all psychosocial. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's like the relationships, Your relationships. Yeah, the psycho and the social. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, psychosocial. Yeah, well, the holidays, like we talked about, as as, as uh as a father, as a married man and a father, you're like, man, I want this to be a good Christmas for my wife. I want this to be a good Christmas for my kids, for my family, because I lost my mom. I want this to be a good Christmas for my dad. Like there's all the stress of like making sure that other people are just enjoying themselves yeah. too. You know what I mean? And yep. then you put all this additional pressure on yourself. So other people, uh, just to make other people happy. And the craziest thing about that is that all those other people want is for you to be happy and just fucking relax, you know, yeah. <laughs> but you can't, it's just, Oh, I know it, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely think there's issues with that. You had a lot of stress with school, <laughs> but I get that. I yeah. mean, yeah, it is super stressful because you're sitting there and you're like, okay, this is defining yeah. my career. This is defining the rest of my life. Like I need to pay attention. I need to get A's on every time. I need to whatever, whatever. Like, yeah, there is absolutely significant stress that comes along with with school. I can understand that. I kind of did it to myself, though, because this last semester, the, the big senior project was a 15-page paper. I had all semester to write it. I just finished it yesterday. When's it due? <laughs> When's it due? Yeah. Tomorrow. Damn. Yeah. I would have finished it today then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have Oh, I it. wanted to give myself a little bit of breathing room. Come on. <laughs> if I had a 15 page paper in a semester to do it, it would take me like three quarters of the semester to do like the title page. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? And then I'd start on the first paragraph for probably like two weeks and then the two days before. I just, I just when feel I would like a lot of it was just like me rambling. Like my professor's like, are you, are you finished with it? I was like, yeah, I'm they're like, all right. I was like, it's, it's done. It's not good, but it's done. <laughs> well, there's like things out there about the difference between a paper when you only have to write a page versus three versus 15 or whatever. Yeah. And when it's like one page, it's like the fridge is there. But when it's like 15 pages, it's like the beautiful black fridge <laughs> with the glass and all of the tea inside is on the <laughs> delicate wooden floor next to a guitar and a bottle of whiskey in Eric Peterson's basement that was built in 2002. Like, just like <laughs> I'm using, I've wrote, written those papers where people are reading this and they have to be just like the, the professor's just like, what the fuck? This guy's an idiot. <laughs> like, this is like one sentence that he stretched out for two pages. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's a book called, um, in search of lost time by, um, uh, Marcel Proust, uh, 
French philosopher. And in that there's a, I think it's a world record for the world's like longest run on sentence. And I think it is like pages. I've never read it. I've always wanted to, but anyway, so lots of different types of stress. Totally understand. Uh, now the problems with stress, um, other than, you know, like diarrhea and all that other shit is literally figuratively is, uh, according to my, again, that article that I referenced before my dot stress is subjective, which means it's not measurable by like any tests. So the only person experience, only the person experiencing it can determine whether it's present and how severe it feels. A healthcare provider may use questionnaires to understand your stress and how it affects your life. But I mean, again, you, you can't measure it. You're just taking somebody at face value. Like, are you stressed? And you're like, I'm the most stressed out I've ever been in my life. Yeah. How do I know if you're lying to me or not? Yeah. You might be. And that's how you respond to it. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's hard. Uh, if you have chronic stress, your healthcare provider can evaluate symptoms that result from stress. For example, like high blood pressure can be, can be diagnosed and treated. Uh, so some of the things that stress can cause found a, a chart that uh right here so this this chart we found according to mayo clinic um some common effects of stress on your body so like we talked about uh some of these are also symptoms yeah too you know what i mean but headache muscle tension or pain uh chest pain fatigue changes in sex drive stomachs upset sleeping problems so i think well i'll get through all this and then i'll talk about one of the times I was most stressed because uh, some of these like really, really resonate with these effects um, on your mood. So common effects of stress on your mood, anxiety, restlessness, lack of motivation or focus, memory problems, feeling overwhelmed, grumpiness, anger, sadness, depression. And then on your behavior, overeating, undereating, angry outbursts, drug or alcohol misuse, tobacco use, avoiding friends, staying home. Uh, exercising less often. It's like all those are also symptoms. So, I mean, it's just, so even if you didn't have in the beginning, you're probably going to have it after you're fucking stressed out. And so for me, um, the most stressed out was actually, well, I'll say this. So the most stressed out I was, is I was dealing with a veteran through our crisis program. And I'd been working with this veteran for a very long time. And this veteran had a methamphetamine addiction and it was just, it was, I don't know how else to describe it. I'm not trying to like, um, I don't, I don't know how to say this. I, the, the closest thing I could describe any situation where I've dealt with a veteran who was just in the throes of addiction is like some sort of demonic possession type movie. Like it's like the way it affects that person, the way addiction can affect everybody around it is just, it's, it's something that I still do not know how to really properly explain. Okay. And Dealing, I was dealing with this veteran, dealing with the family members, trying to help everybody out, get this guy into some fucking help. And at the same time, I was working full time at Certa uh, Pro Painters, and then I was doing the nonprofit stuff. And I, it was right after our festival one year, Heroes, Hogs, and Hot Rods, I developed these rashes on my arms and my upper body. I saw them all popping up and they were like these big rashes. It was fucking terrifying. And I go to my primary care and they were like, yeah, that's shit's from stress. I had this weird cardiac 
issue and I had to wear a monitor for a little while and I felt this tightness around my chest like I couldn't breathe and I couldn't move. Um, my back pain got way worse, which could have been also not necessarily from the stress, but I'm sure the stress didn't help. And I remember that like, dude, there were times, there were multiple times, because this was also when my back pain was the worst, where I would walk and I would fall down to my knees because of my back pain, like just shot radiating pain. And I just like fell. So I was so so stressed out all of the fucking time. I was drinking a cartoonish amount of caffeine. Like my go-to drink at um, uh, any coffee shop was five shots of espresso over ice with a splash of almond milk. I would do an I would do pre-workout in the morning, go to the gym. I would grab Duncan on my way to work. And then afternoon, pick me up, I would go grab an energy drink. Like I was drinking so much caffeine. Jeez, and I'm I've never been a big alcohol guy. So I mean like I didn't really drink anymore. I don't know. I think probably that's also when I was smoking a lot more weed, which like I've said before, was not good for me. You know what I mean? So yeah, like a lot of that stuff spoke to me. And again, like I said before, it's just fucking insane to me how something like stress can just ruin your life. Like I understand how something physical, like getting shot yeah. <laughs> or getting hit by a fucking truck. Like, yeah, I get how that fucks you up, yep. but it's just like stress. What's stress? It's this thing you make in your head, and then it makes you shit your pants. Like you're like, what the fuck? Like that's I a lot. I'm, this is just a dumb my opinion. That, Send it. Uh, I think it's a problem because people try to minimize the amount of stress that they really do have to be more put together on an outward appearance. Please elaborate. So I think like. You go meet, let's say you see me on the street. Hey man, how's it going? Oh, I'm doing great, dude. Yeah. But under the surface, I'm not doing great, dude, but I don't want you to know that. So now that adds the stress of hiding the stress. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's so a good point. So you just like keep it all to yourself and you just keep it in, you know what I mean? No, yeah. Because it's like what I was saying earlier about just stacking shit on top yeah. of shit. You're just plummeting yourself yeah. further into the abyss. Because you don't want anyone to see that you might need a helping hand or that you don't have your shit together at that moment in time. And then you think about the implications of like using social media to also have that same thing where you're just like, look at how great everything yeah. is. And if things really aren't great and you know you're doing that, or maybe you're doing it subconsciously, like just to validate who you are as a person. Now, because people are interacting with that, you're getting the dopamine release from people interacting with how great your life is. You're like, Oh shit. Yep. I have to continue that. I have to perpetuate this perspective. Like everybody's got to think I have this fucking great life all the time. Yep. You know what I mean? And then, Oh my God. Yeah. That's very good. I didn't think about that yeah. until you mentioned something like that. Yep. I like that. Um, okay. So, Oh, um, how are like, how else has stress affected you? Like, We've talked about when you lost your vision. Yeah. And that was like a lot of the grief process mm -hmm. and obviously stress had to have come into into play when it comes to that. But yeah. like uh, other than that or including that, like yeah. how, how would you say stress has really impacted or affected you? I think what really, what really stresses me out the most nowadays is coordinating rides. Oh yeah. Having to be picked up and like, you know, when the kids want to do something, but I have to wait for a ride to right. go do that. 
is it stressful because you feel like you're inconveniencing somebody else or is it stressful because you don't have control of something or both? I think it's a, it's a mix of everything. Yeah. I think it's a lot of, yeah, it's just a lot of like everything, you know, just having to ask for rides at 30 years old is pretty weird. Not if you can't fucking see. Well, yeah, there's that too. I think people are like, I understand. People are like, no, bro, you drive. Like, figure it out. <laughs> I'm not coming to get you, Brad. <laughs> Fucking excuses, man. Get the fuck out of here. You're right. You drive. Um, yeah. No, so, no, I, things I, things I like that stress that. me out. And just like when, when like things because of my blindness affect Amanda's like having her skin, like, you know what I mean? Like right, having to figure right, out rides right. fucks with her yeah plan and stuff and then it messes up like her mom's plan because she drives me around a lot or her grandma's plan so we have to coordinate like okay what are you doing this day or what are you doing that day or right then it's just like or I got, I got stressed out when um i had just gotten my tattoo and sarah had finished and she wanted to go home but i was like hey i need to wait for my ride is it cool if i just hang out so I felt stressed out because she was waiting because I was waiting and I was like, oh, geez, this is just. But I think that in any and I know you probably know this, but like in any of those situations, if you just explain, hey, you know, I'm sorry, I have to wait for my ride. There is, you know what I mean? You, oh, yeah. You you say, I'm sorry. And yeah. then you tell them the situation. And I don't feel like many people are going to be angry at you. No, you know I, what I mean? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. But I also understand that. And then having to rely on somebody for oh, something always dude that always having to rely especially on your partner because then sometimes it's like it's not necessarily it almost changes the dynamic sometimes yeah and that can be said whenever one person in a relationship is experiencing anything right yeah. like because it's like you need the other person to be the strong one for you and that's why it takes that's why i think part of um being in a relationship can be so difficult yeah. and why a lot of relationships may fail because it's hard because one person is either uh, relying on the other one all the time or vice versa, or they're just not set up to do it that yeah. way. You know what I mean? Well, speaking of stress, that's, I, I could just imagine that's how Amanda feels. Dude, I rely on her for everything. She probably feels like she has to carry us all. You know what I'm saying? I mean... Maybe to an extent, to an extent with certain activities, because there's certain things that you're limited to yeah. that you cannot do maybe, but also you provide in a lot of other areas that I think balance it out. And that's what it's about. It's about balance. Yeah. I think if one person was doing all the things, which is why, like, like I said, when it came to my dad caring for my mom yeah. under hospice care, you see that. And that is a level of love that we can't understand. You can't. And if you've never seen it, I don't know if you can understand it either. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. Right. Because you are taking care of someone fucking 24 hours a day. That's some other shit. You know what I mean? Like, okay, you have to ask for a fucking car ride. Like, you do all the other things. You're a fucking father and a husband, a best friend, or all that shit, dude. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, I understand there's some things you can't do, but there's so much that you can. I think it's a fair balance. You know what I mean? And yeah. sure, it stresses things out sometimes, but I think every relationship can say that. Yeah. It's like sometimes I got to lean on I got to lean on Ashley all the time for shit cuz I'm out doing things and I'm trying to be busy. I'm trying to build this, do that and also trying to be a good father and also trying to be a good husband and 
fuck, man, like the amount of stuff that my wife has had to carry, much less like I've talked about before, being deployed, her hearing me at a fob in an MWR made out of plywood and the building next to us was getting fucking hit with rockets and there was small arms fire and she had to hear that on the phone. Then I was like, I love you. I got to go by click. And I had to hang up on her like that. What fuck? That's traumatic for her. Yeah. She had to deal with that shit. You know what I mean? So, I mean, what I'm, what I'm getting at with all this shit is just like, dude, it, it's all about balance and it always goes both ways, man. You know what I mean? Um, so, some ways that I found uh, that that are strategies for stress relief, and this is according to again my dot dot org. Uh, so, because it's impossible to avoid stress, you can't stop it from becoming overwhelming uh, by or sorry, but you can stop it from becoming overwhelming by practicing some of these daily strategies. And here's the thing about these strategies. Like there's the same fucking strategies for like dealing with anything. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so exercise. Yep. <laughs> when you feel symptoms of stress coming on, you know, even a short walk can boost your mood at the end of the day. Take a moment to think about what you've accomplished. Uh, not what you didn't get done. Set goals for your day, week and month. Narrowing your view will help you feel more in control of the moment and long-term tasks and consider talking to a therapist or your healthcare provider about these worries. Um, some ways to prevent stress. So many of the daily strategies, uh, many daily strategies can help you keep stress at bay. So try some of these prevention techniques. Uh, try relaxation activities such as meditation, Bradley, yeah, yoga, Tai Chi, breathing exercises, muscle relaxation. Programs are available online. You can get a smartphone app for it. And many gyms and community centers off, offer these things. Um, take good care of your body every day. Eat right. Exercise. Get enough sleep. Help your body. Handle the stress better. Like That's what all that shit does. Eating right, exercising, and getting enough sleep doesn't make the stress go away, but it allows your body to handle it better because <laughs> you're yes. like ready. Like You know what I mean? You've had the sleep. You've eaten what you were supposed to eat. You feel good about yourself. You can deal with some stress right now. Yes. You know what I mean? And also going back to the meditation thing, that helps you practice, like I've said before, practice living in the right now. It's mm -hmm. hard to be stressed stressed out when you're just living right now. You know what I mean? You don't think about the future. You're not worried about the past. You're just here. Just being mindful. Yeah. Yes. And just, um, I got to go back to that episode, uh, that Melanie was on where she walked us through like all these calming techniques and breathing techniques. Mm -hmm. And like one of the one, remember the one with the um, senses, it was like, stop in the moment to become mindful. Think of like five, pick a sense and then go five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. It's like five things I can see, four things I can smell, three things I can hear, two things I can taste, one thing that I can, whatever the other sense is. Touch. Yep. <laughs> like, and you do that and, and you just, in that moment, you, you're here. Yeah. You're grounded. Yeah. Because. Dude, and I'm guilty of that shit all the time. When I'm walking around, I'm thinking of a lot of other things. I'm thinking oh, yeah. of what I have to do later today, tomorrow, next week. Like I very, so having kids has helped me become in the moment. Yeah. Because when you're watching your fucking little girl, little boy, your toddler take their steps or you're, you're sitting next to them on the couch watching a movie and just having a good time. Though, like I look at those moments and I'm like, I need to be mindful yeah. right now. Yep. I need to take a mental 
snapshot of like this moment that I'm having because it's a beautiful moment and I should sit here and understand that. And if I'm thinking about my job or some other dumb shit instead of like, I'm not saying my job's dumb shit, but (laughs) (laughs) some other dumb shit. Like if I am sitting with you know, my wife and my kids, and we're just having a really nice moment or or just a regular everyday run of the mill moment, but it's still beautiful because it's the, it's the good stuff that you forget about and you miss one day. Yeah. Just taking, taking a second in that moment to be like, man, this is great. I I think that's, I think that's why we do family dinners every night. I never, I never did that growing up. Never? Uh, Sundays. Because my mom worked all the time, dude. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we yeah, yeah, yeah. we had Sundays. We would do family dinners on Sundays. But we made it a point to, like, I make it a point. We have dinner every night. I love that. It, it's it's fantastic. Ashley and I need to get better about that. Like, we feed the girls. And then Ashley and I are usually standing up doing, like, a billion other things. Sure. And then sometimes, like, sometimes we have family dinners. But we need to make more of an effort, too. Because yeah. I grew up doing that with my mom and dad. It's awesome. It is pretty cool just sitting there and like because it's one of those few opportunities where you get an opportunity to be mindful with your kids oh yeah and to just actually sit there and talk to them about their day while you're all not doing other shit yep not while you guys are sitting watching tv or staring at your phone they're like no we're all sitting here and we're eating and so we're just gonna have a nice conversation yep and like I, i don't get that because we don't do the dinners as much but the family dinners as much but i do at the end of the day uh I'll lay in bed with both of the girls and I'll, I'll ask them, I asked Cece this too now, even though she's so, she's so young, she's getting older. She's starting to understand. And I'll ask them to like talk about life. And, and, and Lily now will just ask me, she'll say, daddy, can we go talk about life? I'm like, yup. And we'll go lay down and, and I'll just say, ask me anything. And then she'll just, and my kids will ask me, it's such a cool thing to tell, ask, to ask your kid, ask me anything Yep. tell your kid, ask me anything because then you get to like peer into their brains a little bit. Like, what are you thinking about? And Lily's like, how does a house get built? I'm like, "Uh," and then I got to pull something up and then we, we read about it together. We learn it together. Like she asked me all these different questions and we just get to talk about life. And then you get to these awesome conversations where your kids are asking you about things like, Hey dad, when you were a kid, like, what did you play with? What were the toys that you played? Like, it's such a beautiful moment to get to be mindful that I wouldn't get if I was just go, 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 going all the time. Yep. Thinking about other shit. Yeah. So, um, so some other great ways to uh, continue to keep stress at bay, stay positive and practice gratitude, acknowledging the good parts of your day or life, except that you can't control everything which I've said like a billion fucking times, control what you can control. Find ways to let go of worry and situations that you can't change. Learn to say no to additional responsibilities when you're too busy or stressed. I take offense to that. I'm going to, I'm going to use that when Amanda asks me to do something. No, (laughs) I can't right now because it's, I'm too busy and stressed, so I can't do any of those things that you want no. me to do. Uh, let me know how that goes. Yeah, okay. Um, last one, stay connected with people who keep you calm, make you happy, provide emotional support, uh, help you with practical things. Friends, family members, or neighbors uh, can become a good listener or share responsibilities so that stress doesn't become overwhelming. Um, I, when, he, when it says neighbors, you know who I think about? The Tim Allen. Oh my the, God. Yes, dude. Homie, yeah. Yes. That's who I think about. <laughs> yeah. Cause you know why? 
because he was arguably the best fucking neighbor ever. Maybe secondary, uh, second to Mr. Feeney. <sighs> Bro, are we? Am I in your head? Fucking mind right now. Feeney, get out of my brain. They were both great neighbors. <laughs> yes. Because they were just a wealth of wisdom and knowledge. Yes. And they would listen to you bitch about stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean? So like having, that's the good thing about having real friends and stuff like that is about, you can tell them when you're not having a good day, you can be around other people when you're not doing good. You don't yes. have to isolate yourself. Like you think you can just tell people like, and if, and if they love you, like if you came over to something and you're like, man, I'm just not doing good today. We're, we're not going to fucking make you feel bad about it. We just, uh, and even if we can't make you feel better, at least getting to share how you feel with somebody, like how you really feel. That's a stress relief. Every that, time for me. And that is every day in the fat family. Ah, you son of a bitch. Nah, I did it. I, dude. Yeah, I love it. I love. So, you know, last night uh, we received this award that I have right behind me on this desk. 2023 nonprofit of the year, baby. Absolutely. And well deserved. Thank you. And, and man, you know. I say it so many times. I just feel like it fucking doesn't mean anything anymore. But like, I can't put into words how thankful I am for the people that make up this fat family, man. Cause it is that I it genuinely is that like, like, yeah, when we're hanging out and somebody's not doing great, man, they, we just tell each other, man, I'm fucking not doing great. And then we talk and usually it ends up in us giving each other shit or sending memes or something. And then it shit's good. And when you, when we're spending time together, we had a Thanksgiving yep. with all of us hanging out together and it was and our families and it was fucking great because we felt like it was genuine and you weren't putting on airs for anybody. Like you could fucking wear your pajamas. No, Nobody sad. gave a shit. Like, nope. <laughs> it was just like, yo, just, Hey, it's everybody's stressed. Just whatever you want to wear, whatever you want to bring, it'll be fucking fine. And it was we'll fantastic. It and it was a great time. Great. And it was great. So just being able to be your unconditional, you know, self with free of judgment, in my opinion, is just such a beautiful automatic stress release. I agree with that. Or relief, whatever. Um, so thank you for saying that. I do. I, I would agree with of that. Um, so in summation uh you should definitely seek medical attention if you feel like you are overwhelmed uh, or if you're using drugs or alcohol to cope or if you have thoughts about hurting yourself uh, your primary care provider can help by offering up advice uh, prescribing medicine or referring you to a therapist it's natural and normal to be stressed remember that is it's completely natural and normal to feel stress from time to time it's okay you don't have to guilt yourself uh, but long-term stress can cause physical symptoms emotional symptoms and unhealthy behaviors. So try relieving and managing stress using a few simple strategies uh, like we had mentioned. And if you feel overwhelmed, talk to your doctor. Um, so the only other things that I would mention about stress for me is other things that I've done to deal with stress. So like, yeah, we, we listed some things and relaxation activities and stuff, mm -hmm. man, I cannot stress enough ah, uh, how beneficial like just taking a fucking walk is for me and stress relief whenever I'm really stressed and like 
in an acute good way. So like if I have to do a really big speech, yeah. Do, when I said acute good way, did you think I meant cute? Like, oh, like in a cute good way. Yeah. yeah in a really cute way. When I get stressed, <laughs> I just like twirl my hair. Just eat cupcakes. Um, <laughs> uh, I think that like if I have to give a, a big speech the night before yep. any like really big speech I've ever had to give, I will usually go take a walk if weather allows. Like I will go take a walk sure. and there is something to me about walking at night, either at night, as long as you're in a safe place uh, or at like a really nice state park, any state park or anything like that, dude. It's just when you don't have so many people on you, around you, on top of you. You know what I mean? Like you're in some claustrophobic city or something like that. But just taking a walk, it's so beneficial for me. And just letting my brain just kind of like open up yeah. while I'm taking my walk and just taking in everything. And sometimes I'll listen to music. Most of the time I won't. Most of the time I just because the music takes me away from being mindful in that moment for me. It's like a distraction. So I don't like listening to music. If I'm taking a walk to de-stress, I just want to be as present as possible and see where my mind goes. And uh, so that stuff has really helped me out a lot. Um, one of the gifts that my wife will get me on like holidays and birthdays and stuff is she'll get me um, like a group on to go to a float, a float tank love float tanks. I love float tanks. Um, so I think those are beneficial for the same reason because I just get to lay and be comfortable and it's Epsom salt. So it feels good for your muscles and stuff. It makes your muscles feel better too. But I just get to roll through all the thoughts in my head because some people have all these thoughts that are just bouncing around their brain at all seconds of the day. Yeah. So you can't sleep. You can't do anything. It's just stressing you the fuck out, but it's like being mindful stops that being mindful in the moment truly is like putting up a brick wall to all of these thoughts that are bouncing around in your head. You're like, Nope, I am thinking about this moment, this thing that I'm doing. I'm thinking about breathing. I'm thinking about this pose and it like allows you to slow your mind down. Like my mind races the most, especially times when I haven't been able to go to the gym mm. and shit like that. You know what I mean? Because again, like that's kind of my meditation. So I think, um, doing things like that, uh, taking walks, listening to music too, all that stuff has been really good at de-stressing. And for me, another huge one is humor. Like, yeah, turning on your, your eclipse of your favorite fucking comedian on YouTube or anything like that. Like that's usually a good way to kind of help me de-stress too. Um, what about you? Do you have any other things that you like to do to de-stress that really work for you? Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got you, things. I'm not going to fucking tell you, though. <laughs> but I got some things. I got. I do some stuff and some things. Stuff like and to, things. I like to dabble. Actually, you, you know what? Ones. I like cooking. I, I like when oh, I make yeah. dinner. I enjoy yeah. cooking. Yeah. It kind of... That's interesting. It reminds me of a friend of... Sorry, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I like cooking when I have a meal planned. If I don't have anything planned, I'm just kind of throwing something together, then I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. But Makes usually... nervous. Yeah, but I, I do like to cook. It kind of reminds me of um, a friend of mine who told me that he really likes to do dishes because he finds he finds it really relaxing. Dude, my like, mom's the same way. Yeah, I, there's uh, yeah, there's people out there that genuinely enjoy 
that specific act or any like other specific activity. Like there's just one specific activity. And for whatever reason, they've found a way to like meditate essentially when they're doing it. It's just a nice relaxing thing for them. I I do that when I get tattoos. I think that's pretty common. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because a lot of people, I think, feel that. I mean, it's a great one. It's a very good one. Like, I didn't think about that. Fell asleep the other day. I can't fall asleep, but I am. Dude, I was on my my stomach, and she was just like, here, here's a. I was just like chilling, and the next thing I know, I was out. Yeah, because you just hear the buzz, Mm -hmm. and it just, it's like that that sound just puts you out. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, But yeah, that's another good stress relief. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that's it. Other than that, what do you got? You got anything else? No, I think that was a great episode, per usual. I think we did just fine, despite how stressful it was as we put this together. Hey, I think we did great. Uh, so <laughs> before we wrap up, one thing I want to say. So um, this episode should come out on December 4th. Yeah. It's already fucking December, already dude. Fucking December. The year's almost over. <sighs> so weird. Um, so Saturday, December 9th at Old School Brewing in Wilmington, uh, we're going to have a fundraiser So pro- for Project Headspace and Timing where you get to try a veteran brewed beer brewed by yours truly, some other veterans and our friend Paul. Paulie over at old school. Um, that beer is going to get released on December 9th and we will be there with our booth at noon until I think about 5 PM. So we'll be hanging out, uh, old school brewing, really awesome place. You definitely gotta check it out. If you've never been there before, very cool environment. They have arcade games and shit, which is really cool. Like old school arcade games. They also have golden tea shuffleboard. Fucking love me some shuffleboard. So, uh, definitely come and check that out and it should be on our Facebook page as well. Uh, other than that, Bradathan, you have anything else? Bradathan, yeah, Bradathan, good sir. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I've got nothing, man. Good. Okay. Well, and until next time, uh, we hope you learned some things in this episode. We hope you enjoyed, and uh, most of all, we hope that we helped you go from being freaked out, insecure, neurotic, and emotional to truly being fine. So, until next time, thanks for listening. 